Hey guys, Corey Frills here with the LTW Group. Today I've got Becky Price, Amanda Holman, Becca Rucker on the call. Um, Lisa Wiles and Autumn Lane are not on with us today. They're out doing bigger and better things. So um, we're going to try and make this one pretty brief for you, although we do have some stuff to cover. Um, I'll start with my typical market update. So another very difficult week in the interest rate market. Um, and there's not much to say to make that any better. Um, we saw rates rise back into the high sevens. So right now, according to the Optimal Blue Mortgage Market Index, uh, the 30-year conforming is at about 6.744. And that was as of yesterday, which they'll be a little higher today, more than likely. Something that this index does not tell us that others do um, is is how many points people are paying to get that rate. I believe that rate probably came with some points, uh, which points are prepaid interest. Um, think of them as a price tag on an interest rate. So if you want an interest rate of that's a little bit lower than the market, then you got to pay for it. And you pay by way of paying interest upfront in the form of points. So anyway, just a, a caveat there. The Freddie Mac Mortgage Market Index is probably the most popular index for interest rates, but it's a week behind. Um, and it does tell you points, but being a week behind right now, um, you might as well not look at it at all. So um, it, it's been extremely dramatic over the past two weeks um, as investors try to find out what these mortgage-backed securities are worth. That's really the, the story behind it. So mortgage rates are based off mortgage-backed securities. Mortgage-backed securities are extraordinarily uh, sensitive to inflation. And investors are trying to figure out what they're really worth long-term. So we're in this weird news cycle where bad news is good news and good news is bad news. So we got a jobs report today that was better than expectations. And the market doesn't like it. Uh, stock and bond market doesn't like it. And they don't like it uh, because they want the Federal Reserve to stop hiking rates. So really, the market is what I would call target fixated on the Federal Reserve hiking interest rates. That's all they care about. And so if we get a piece of good news and it means um, that the Fed's going to keep hiking rates to slow the economy down, then the market's going to react poorly. As I'm talking right now, the S&P is down over 2% um, and mortgage-backed securities are down 39 basis points on the day, which is um, probably doesn't mean a whole lot to, to most people because it's probably that's going to be um, probably, I don't know, it could be an eighth or a quarter of a point in rate from yesterday. So, um, so, we have to keep an eye on this, and we do. We watch this every day. Um, we listen to smart people tell us what they think rates are going to do. We understand that this is, we believe this is temporary and that um, we'll see rates subside and come down a little bit next year. But we've got to get some negative, as weird as it is, got to get some negative economic news first. And right now, the job market uh, just keeps on popping. So, um here we are. We're in the upside down. Bad news is good news. Good news is bad news. Um, you know, I think the, the positive side of this is that although rates have risen higher than almost anyone expected, and including 
the smartest of interest rate forecasters. It's now set a new bar for what a reasonable interest rate is. So if we can get rates back down into the fives, if it just starts with a five, people are going to feel very comfortable with that as compared to when they hit five in April. I don't even remember the fours. Um, when they hit five in April, everybody threw the brakes on, like, I don't know, this should I wait, et cetera. When they come back down to five, people are going to be um, comfortable with that interest rate because it's all relative. So that's my market update. Nothing uh, exciting on with that one. I'm going to let Becky talk a little bit about our underwriting culture um, and then why it's a good idea to have someone underwritten up front. So go ahead, Becky. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. So um, coming off of this week, I had um, a borrower who wanted to um, buy a house that I suspected was going to be um, a little bit out of their price range. Um, and they were using a jump or they were hoping to qualify for a jumbo loan. Um, if you've talked to any of us in the past few months since we've come to Fairway, you've probably heard us talk about how many jumbo loans we have here. That's a really good thing. Um, but at the same time, it can be kind of overwhelming um, trying to choose the right jumbo loan for uh, a particular buyer. And so, I mean, we encourage us uh, or our buyers to go through underwriting before going under contract anyway. Um, but this is especially true for our jumbo buyers. Um, in this buyer's case, um, it's not that we couldn't approve them for a jumbo loan. Um, we just couldn't um, approve them for their first choice jumbo loan. This is something we've reiterated on uh, here several times as we've always got a plan B. Um, because of the huge suite of products that we've got here. So um, I'm so grateful that um, one, this buyer was willing to put in the work before being under contract um, so that we were not having to scramble to find the right product um, with that deadline looming. Um, and two, I'm really thankful for our underwriting team here. Um, I think we've all been just completely blown away by how helpful every underwriter on every deal has been. Um, this one in particular, um, I just went to her and said, you know, I am so happy to have all these products, but I, I'm having trouble figuring out um, what, where to put this particular buyer. Um, we're talking, it was an investment property. We had income from like five different sources that were not W-2, none of them. Um, and I've had a whole, we have a whole desk that helped me um, choose this product initially. And then this underwriter helped me um, with, you know, ultimately concluding the best product for this buyer. Um, and I, I was being all apologetic, like, I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to wade my way through this. Um, and what she said really struck with me. She said, we are all a team. We all have the same goal. Um, I think if you talk to other originators in the market, um, they would not tell you that their underwriters have that same attitude. Um, so just to recap, um, definitely recommend, um, you know, know that we're asking your buyers to go through underwriting upfront um, and that there's several reasons for that. One, um, we wanna um, send them through underwriting at a, uh, at a locked and shopped rate, meaning we wanna ensure that we were creating a rate ceiling and that um, this buyer is approved at that max rate so that if rates go up, 
um, rates are not going to knock them out of qualification. Um, and this is just so we're not having to scramble at the last minute. It's going to be better for everyone. There's no upfront cost to the buyer to do this. It's just going to cost them some time that they would have to put into this anyway. So um, know that we are asking um, your buyers to do this. Um, if you can help us out by encouraging them to do it as well. I think it's going to make the transaction a little bit smoother for everyone. So, yeah, our underwriters give us so much comfort in backing us up so that when we structure an offer on the front end, we feel confident, um, which kind of brings us into our next topic that we were discussing on um, just the, the buyer comfort level. That is a conversation that we're having way more now um, on the front end. We have, we obviously have so many tools in our toolbox. So it's just about finding what works for that customer um, appropriately. So we're now more than ever, we're focusing on the offer phase. So we're trying to give our customers, your buyers, the best deal possible. So if they are getting a seller concession, what do we need to, how much, and how do we need to allocate those funds? So, um, that's a big conversation we're having. I had a customer call me, um, I actually got a contract, finally connected with her midday. Um, we did a rate update like we normally do. Um, she, she was like, oh, I knew they were going up. It's fine. Um, I just wish I had a little more comfort around my monthly payment. So she wasn't getting any seller concessions, not for closing costs or anything. So what we did is we looked at what it would be like for her to do a two-one buy down. Her um, idea is to refinance eventually, but she wants to have that monthly payment relief um, for the first couple of years. So um, the two one fit really well for her. We went over numbers, we compared options and um, a permanent buy down was not the right fit for her. So um, just having more conversations around that to make sure they're comfortable. But again, like Becky was talking about, that conversation is so much easier for us to have when we've already been through underwriting. We already have. A There's a lot of tools that we have um, and that conversation is just coming up more and more. Right. Um, we do have. Um, well, I also sorry, guys, I also just want to say a big thank you to all of our agents, because as the market has been crazy, like Corey was talking about earlier, um, I feel like as an industry, the people that want success are really coming together and digging their heels down. And, and I just want to say to all my realtor partners, I think every loan officer at our branch, we're so thankful for each of our agents. What was that, Corey? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're so thankful for all of our agents. And um, just their willingness to learn and adapt new strategies just to win for our buyers because it is the goal. Absolutely. Thank you. And I left Amanda hanging there. I, uh, I was stuck <laughs> on mute. So you guys will see, we, we are, uh, really proud of ourselves for being consistent and getting this out. And so we don't take it too seriously. This is not going to be a, uh, a five-star quality production, but we, we hope that you hear our hearts and our, uh, 
kind of uh, at least what we're seeing through it. So sorry. Sorry I left you hanging there. Oh, um, no, all good. <laughs> but I am so, thankful for all of our agents. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we'd be in a lot of trouble if it were not. So really quick, I want Becca to talk about um, an event we've got coming up. She worked really hard on and you guys all need to be there. Yeah. Um, speaking of being thankful for all of our agents, thanks to all of our realtor friends who came out to our first big event last month um, at Topgolf. That was awesome. And it was nice to see some new faces and some old faces. I know a lot of people mentioned that, you know, they haven't seen a lot, seen or met a lot of those people before because we've been hiding in our holes for the past two years. So it was cool to, um, for everybody to connect. And we hope to do that again this month on October 20th. We are hosting an education class with Austin Church. Um, more so, Austin is hosting, and we're just providing the space and everything for him to do so um, because he's really great at what he does. And he has done a fabulous job of helping us at the LTW group kind of decide who we are and what our brand is and what our key differentiators are. And so that's what he is going to be talking about. Um, the title of the class is essentially how to thrive as a realtor in any market. It's no secret that things are a little bit different than they were seven months ago. And now's the best time to double down on your key different differentiators. And um, people are still buying and selling homes. You might see a little bit more competition for leads and clients. So you need to be able to quickly communicate why they should want to work with you. And that's the goal of this class. And that's what Austin is going to help you do. And I can guarantee you that an hour of Austin's time is not going to be enough. And you're going to want more after this. But if you show up, then you get to be entered into a giveaway um, that we are going to give to one lucky person. Uh, it's called a one day sprint. And it's something that Austin does with you where he sits down and he talks to you and helps you pick out everything that's important to you. What are your goals? What is the message that you want to get across to your clients? And why does it separate you from everyone else in the market? Um, I promise that you will walk away from the class thinking, oh my gosh, that was really valuable. How do I get more of this? So come to Alliance. It's going to be at the classes at 3.30, come at three and grab a beer and uh, the class will start at 3.30, 3.30 to 4.30 and you can stick around and mingle. Um, we'd love to hang out with you and catch up, um, have another beer afterwards if you'd like. Um, if you haven't received an invitation yet, you can either reach out to me or you can reach out to uh, one of our loan officers here and say, where's my invite and uh, make sure to register at uh, the, in the event bright link so that we can make sure that we have a spot saved for you. Yeah. Thank you, Becca. Yeah. Um, yeah. Austin is absolute the best in the world of what he does. We're not going to teach you how to be a realtor. You already know how to do that. Yep. Um, but this is going to be extraordinarily valuable for you and your team in really getting concise about what makes you different in a market um, that's going to separate uh, the great from the good, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, we're all pretty good at what we do. It's the great ones that are going to make it through through a, a potentially difficult uh, market coming up. So super excited for that. We're excited for you guys. Thank you so much for your support of our business. Don't forget, we are working this weekend. LTW group at fairwaymc.com. LTW group at fairwaymc.com. We're here. We're here for you. We appreciate you. You guys have an awesome weekend and we are done in under 16 minutes. Y'all have a great weekend.